Hello, everyone. Welcome to this new West Bromwich Albion podcast um, with myself, Joshua Wild, and myself, Matt Wild. Yeah, um, we. This is new. Uh, as I said, a new podcast. With, uh, I'm here with my dad. We're recording this for a bit of fun during the lockdown, and also going forward, we'll be hopefully carrying this on for as long as possible. Um, we're going to be talking all things West Brom and other football things that are happening in the current world and more specifically the Premier League that we're calling it Talk Albion because we are going to be talking Albion um, but we're going to we'll talk about other teams that are near and around us in the league and our current fixtures that are coming to play Um, hopefully we'll be able to get some guests on the interview like maybe some ex-players or managers or people involved in the club Um, yeah it should be good fun I'm looking forward to it I'm looking forward to it too. So in this first section, uh, we're going to have a look and uh, discuss our previous match performance and we'll have a chat about the lineup and formation that Slavon chose to play in that previous match against Leicester. Mm. Unfortunately, it uh, did end as a 3-0 loss through the baggies. Yeah. Uh, quite a disappointing result, as uh, anyone would agree, at the end of the day, I thought. And uh, while it was 1-0, uh, we personally thought we had a chance uh, to maybe equalise, um, but as we all know, with Jamie Vardy scoring two penalties within ten minutes of each other, yeah, um, it didn't, didn't help us. Off again <laughs> for us. Um, so I think, in in all honesty, Leicester were the better team, and they probably did deserve the win. But yeah. I do, Personally, think that three 0 uh, was a bit flattering towards them. The two penalties, you know, yeah. on another day, because those types of penalties, I think the players were a bit rusty that did commit the fouls. Um, like I say, one 0 down, there's still a chance to pull a goal back and maybe get a draw out yeah. of the match. Coming into this match, I think every Albion fan would would have taken a draw. Mm. Um, but I think Leicester's proved what a class premier team they are yeah. at the end of the day and um, how much our players need to up the game to um, to compete at this level. They did tremendous, tremendously well last season, um, mm-hmm. but as we all know, Premier League football is a, a different type of football altogether and yeah. uh, keeping the concentration together the full match Even yeah just a spell for 10 minutes can improve costly and deadly certainly against playing against teams like Leicester with with Bardi up front and mm-hmm. uh, their new new player that Chris Daniel um you know so yeah what's a disappointing result I don't think we should be too upset considering the the quality of the opposition that uh, that we played last time out uh, what are your thoughts on that Josh? yeah i think um if we look at the first half we played really well we were probably unlucky not to go one nil up um with i think it was dara roche playing the ball across to um i want to say Fur- yeah daniel uh furlong that combination was working really well and we were unlucky not to really capitalize from that because we had a lot of space down that right side um and going nil nil at half time i think a lot of west Brom fans would have been happy with that 
um, especially with some of the chances. I mean, Sam Johnson had a good game, good first half, managed to get some good saves, although they were, they were pretty much straight at him. So you can't give him too much, but he has, he's got to be there to make them, and he made them. Um, I think yeah. the three line... Yeah, three, I, 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 yeah I think the, the three-nil scoreline was a bit flattering towards Leicester, but that's what happens when you give away two penalties. Yeah, yeah. Let's um if the formation that Travan Billick chose to play against Leicester um was slightly baffling, to be honest. Uh, choosing a five four one formation, something that was a bit unfamiliar yeah. to last season's formation. Um, you know, so we've got Sam Johnson in goal. Um yeah, he, I thought he, he had a pretty much decent game. Didn't have any chance for the penalties, unfortunately. Um, Barney chose to go the same way yeah. with both penalties, and, and he absolutely did ride for a second one home. Um, not sure what he could have done about the first goal either, to be honest. Yeah, I, I personally thought he had a half decent game, and um, again, a bit of a baptism in fire. Yeah, in, yeah, uh, yeah we, can't, we can't really forget that there were probably at least half the squad making their full Premier League debuts on the day. Um, That's right. Because we've been in the yeah. Championship for about two, we were in the Championship for two seasons, so a lot of the players who were there have been and gone. Um, I know yeah. it was probably only, from looking at the lineup. I think Bartley, Gibbs, Livermore, and maybe Robin, or Dean Garner had played in the Premier League before, but other than that, our whole lineup yeah. was pretty much making... Their debuts. Yeah, I think Dean Garner has played about 12 matches for West Ham first team in the Premier League, hasn't he? Yeah, something, something like that. Like but that, that would have so. been that would have been two seasons ago when yeah the season we yeah. didn't have him on loan, so he wouldn't have had an awful lot of experience. Yeah. Uh, so our, our back five was uh, Darnell Furlong, mm-hmm. Sammy Ajayi, Carl Bartley, Daryl Roche, and Kieran Gibbs. Um, uh, have you got any thoughts on any particular yeah. performance um, out of the back out to you or uh, I, I know Carl Bartley's had a bit of um yeah, he's, he's had, criticism shall I say about the first penalty. Yeah, um, um but I've already had a half decent game to be honest. Yeah, he's um he's definitely one of the more experienced guys at West Brom. Um but I think uh it probably it just wasn't his game. Well, it wasn't his game or it wasn't his half. Um, because their defense was Certainly pretty. The second half. Yeah, um, I don't really know. I think they they all played well. Um, considering it's the first game, and I can't forget that this Leicester team was in the top four for all but one game really last season, slipping out of the prem uh, yeah. out of the Champions League spot on the last day, and so they we we know that they've got very good quality, and I think they did well to last as long as we did. Um. But it just yeah, as towards the end of the game, uh, it was a bit men against boys. So yeah, it did certainly have that feeling towards it. In midfield, we've got uh, uh, Matthias Pierre, which is and uh, Greg Gregana. Mm-hmm. Uh, personally speaking, I thought um, it was uh, such a really fun sign, Pierre. Andy and Garner window. Mm-hmm. Um, I really couldn't see 
where we were going to get the quality from. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and those signings were confirmed. So I think um, West Brom have done really well in capturing the signatures. Although I know that the Pierre deal was already sorted out during his loan spell last season. Yeah. Uh, so he was under um, obligation to sign him. I'm just glad they managed to find the, the funds to sign Pierre and Dean Barber. And mm-hmm. it was uh, great to see. Grady um, back on the pitch in an Albion top, to be honest. Yeah, I'm sure that was a sight not many people were thinking two weeks ago, three weeks ago. But we got yeah, back. I um, didn't think it was going to be possible, but they certainly pulled it off, and I'm not too sure why David Morris has uh, decided to sell him, to be honest. Because yeah. I think he's going to prove to be a, a great asset for the club yeah. uh, in, in the coming months and years. To be honest, so I'm um, quite happy with the midfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the midfield did seem to be. I was just say, I think the midfield did really well. Um, we did, we lacked a bit in the final third, not many actual chances, but then this Leicester team does have a strong defense with players like Suyunchu in centre back and Ndidi. So it is quite hard to make chances against Leicester and make them count, but I think. They did create some very good chances and they were unlucky. But again, they do have Schmeichel in goal, one of the best Premier League goalkeepers around at the minute. Um, so yeah, I think if nice. this was against a club like maybe Sheffield, we would have got a good result out of it on the opening day. But unfortunately, that wasn't the case. Yeah. That's right. And uh, up front by himself was uh, Callum Robertson. Again, great to see him. Come and uh, sign a full contract with the club. Mm-hmm. Obviously, proves he wants to play for the club, which is always nice to see. Yeah. Um, he was replaced on the hour mark by um, Robson Carney. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, he, he, he did the best he could. But I always feel playing a 5 4 1 formation it's, uh, it can be very lonely for an attacker to leave yeah. the line by himself um, and really does need the support of the wingers and the midfield. Um, and I felt he was pretty much up front by himself and it's a big expectation and a big ask yeah. to ask from a striker playing by himself. So I'd probably like to see a change in the formation for our next game against Everton and yeah. look to see if we can support the striker. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. Support the system with more, more crosses. We want him in the box, uh, not actually holding the ball up when yeah. the ball's pumped up for him. Um, I think it would be better if he was a bit more attack-minded and actually provided him with the crosses and uh, the passes to run onto yeah. to, um, to break through the defence. So, yeah. again, a very difficult game because Leicester were no mugs and they defended really well to defence yeah. our Attack, what attacks we did have. Yeah, definitely. And no, I do I agree it's quite a tough job being a lone striker in the Premier League. Not many strikers are able to do it. But I think I know that West Brom looking at their history, they've they normally do a lot better when there's two up front. And I always think that having two up front, having a, a player like Charlie Austin being able to hold the ball up and then play it on to someone because Robinson is a really quick runner so having been able to do like one twos with him 
with Charlie Austin would, I think, benefit them and it could cause quite a good attacking duo for us. But the, the formation wouldn't have allowed that on Saturday. So I do think it's something that we need to switch about. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So um, moving on to the summer transfer window again, I know there's uh, yeah. a few days left still of the, the transfer window, which is still open, but uh, just going through the players that we, we have signed and confirmed. Obviously, we just mentioned Callum Robinson um, for an undisclosed fee from Sheffield United, which I believe seen uh, Oliver Burke move in the opposite direction. Um, yep. How do you rate that transfer, Josh? I think that is a, a very good bit of business from West Brom and maybe Sheffield as well. Obviously, we we know what Robertson's capable of. He scored quite a few goals for us and very a very important goal at the end of the season for us that saw us go up to the Prem. Um, and Oliver Burke was was our record transfer, but unfortunately, things didn't really work out for him at the club. Um, so, in that respect, it's probably. A good thing that yeah. he's got he's got a good fresh start down at Sheffield, but I would have it would have been interesting to see what would have happened had that deal not gone ahead. And if we would have kept Oliver Burke, would he have gone yeah. out on loan? Would he have stayed at the club and be a bench warmer again? So I think it's a good bit of business. Yeah, I think the club. I think he would have gone out on loan again. So so I think it was a win win for both players. Mm. And again, it was nice to see a player coming back after having a loan spell last season. Uh, obviously. Is he, he believes in Southern Village and uh, yeah. wants to play for the club? And I'd much rather have a player mm-hmm. play who, who wants to play yeah. for the Blue Monsters. Definitely. Yeah, well, uh, we, then, t- we then got. I should say it took Callum Robinson a week to take off his Albion shirt after we got promotion. So it's good to see that he's back in it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we we then got um, for fee of around nine hundred k, David Booking mm-hmm. from Brighton goalkeeper to give Sam Johnson a bit of um, competition and a bit more experience. Obviously, a very experienced uh, Premier League goalkeeper. Yeah, uh, with a number of caps for Brighton. So again, I'm not too disappointed with this signing. Yes, um, it's not too bad. So to I would have I would have liked to see um, Ramsdale come in. But obviously he went to Sheffield, so we couldn't. He wasn't able to take from Bournemouth. But I know that Ramsdale is a West Brom fan, from what I've seen online. So it would have been good to have him in the club because I know that he probably would have wanted to play for the shirt, and it would have pushed Sam Johnson even more because they are around similar ages, and it would have been good competition for the both of them. But that probably wouldn't have been the best for club morale as two top goalkeepers in the same club. One probably wouldn't have been wanted to start more than the other it could have caused a bit of disruption in the change room and David Button had, does have a lot of experience in um, in England goalkeeping so that is a good transfer and for today's mm. standards a very cheap price yeah yeah and uh, it'll be interesting to see if he plays <coughs> if he gets selected and plays against Harrogate in the EFL Cup tomorrow night yes um, or whether he's going to stick with Sam Johnson for that match. We'll see how many games mm-hmm. David Button gets over the course of the season and we'll be yeah. looking out with interest to see how he performs. 
Mm, most definitely. Uh, uh, and then our world of signings uh, is uh, again we played at the weekend. Ray Diagana. Uh, yeah. Personally delighted that he signed for the club, and again it obviously shows that how much he wants to play uh, for Slav and Billick. And uh, mm-hmm. watching the celebrations of our promotion at the end of last season, mm. um, I think everyone could see how much he does like the fans and likes the club. To be honest, yeah, no, West and, uh, he does like that, he, that he signed. Yeah, I mean, I think looking from what he was hoping for i don't think he was expecting this move to come about but for some reason the west brom board not the west brom board the west ham board um accepted the bid and he's now coming our way oh he's that he is down with us um and i think he go looking at it he he'd love he wouldn't say no to the move anyway if the bid was right and the bid was right um obviously he had a great season with us last year um effectively winning us promotion by himself on the final day getting a goal and assist and he does love the fans from what i can see um and he it's definitely a fan favorite for sure i know he's got his own song which not many players get um and yeah i think it's great and, uh, stealing a, all the times we huh you go yeah all the times we went to the matches when we was able to go last season and um I personally was a delight to watch in, in, in the matches that um, Alain was injured for a few matches towards um, the end of the, the start of the lockdown. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so we did miss a few games, but the, the, the games that we watched him play in uh, live at the Hawthorne team was absolutely uh, electric. Yeah, definitely. Um, in, in, in those performances, so uh, let's hope we can continue that type of performance for us. Mm, yeah, um, over the course of the season. Yeah, I think it's great that we've managed uh, to. I th- just got before we move on to the next player. I think it's great that we've managed to steal a potential um, relegation rivals player off them, one that they all wanted to keep there. So I think it's good that we've managed to cause a bit of squad, uh, turn that into a bit of disarray during the season. Hopefully we could then nick some points off of him as well. Definitely, definitely. And um, moving on, then we've got um, Cedric Kipri. Yeah, Cedric Kipri from Wigan Athletic. Yeah, for a week of around, again, £900,000 from Wigan Athletic. Mm -hmm. Uh, Centre-back, quite a powerful centre-back from what I've seen of him. Yeah, he's had a great end of the season, but unfortunately, due to Wigan circumstances, they went down. Um, so I think we managed to get a good steal there. A very young, he's 23 years old. Um, so it'll be interesting, but he, he does look like a strong figure. And I think him and Semi Ajayi next to each other would be quite a formidable defence. Um, yeah. Well, well I, uh, again, so it'll be interesting to see if he gets selected tomorrow night against uh, Harrogate and. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll be watching his um, future develop at the album with uh, hopefully great enthusiasm, and he can settle into a solid uh, back line. Yeah, definitely. And we'll see how he performs. Um, and again, outstanding player. Um, really delighted that you managed to uh, capture his signature and match his Piero. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on Piero? No, I think 
in in terms of modern day football, it's been an absolute steal. He managed to got the record assists for ch- a record amount of assists in the championship last year. Um, if he was English, he'd have gone for forty million. I believe months. he was second only to Kevin De Bruyne in um, assists throughout all the, the divisions. Yeah, uh, which is quite a pretty good uh, yeah. statistic if, uh, if you ask me. Yeah, it's it's quite a promising sign when you sign someone like that, and I don't know. Again, you know, everyone knows about a nice exciting, um, yeah, a nice exciting uh, young prospect. That uh, I'm not too sure how many years he signed up for. It's about four years, I think he signed four or five years uh, for a fee of around eight million from Sporting Lisbon. Yeah, um, Sporting Lisbon, I think it was. Yeah, it was Sporting. Um, so again, very exciting player, and mm-hmm. it'd be great to see if he can turn some of his performances from last season into a real Premiership. Yeah, uh, player yeah, this season. So, uh, so that's who we've signed so far. Well, we've got um, another one. You're forgetting our latest one that was announced earlier today. Well, well what's this? Who's the, who's the latest one that we've signed? We've that, got. It's just been today. Yeah, it's Branis. Well, it was announced today, but I'm sure the deal was done a few days ago. But that is Branislav Ivanovic from Zenit, St. Petersburg, formerly of Chelsea. Um, he's come in, I think, as a. I'm assuming he'll be a centre back now instead of his former right back. But he's good experience behind him. He's won the Premier League many times. He's won the Champions League, I believe. He's definitely won the Europa League with Chelsea. So he's got he's got a good CV behind him. He's probably one of our probably the oldest he's player at the club now. Yeah, yeah, he's sure. around thirty six years old now. So he's he's getting on, but he's, he'll be able to. But still, his his experience in the dressing room, I'm sure, will be invaluable. Yeah, and I'm sure that the younger players. Yeah, I'm sure someone like Dara O'Shea will be able to learn quite a lot off of him because he plays a similar centre back fullback role. So good for the very good for the club. Yeah. Well, let's hope um, we can have a, a decent couple of seasons out of him at least. Then. Yeah. And um, have we? Uh, is there another player that we forgot about? Um, what was the status of Camille Grozicki? Has he rejoined us? From oh, um, I th- yeah. Or... I, he is. He's on our. But he was on the bench against Leicester. So. I I I couldn't remember if we got him on loan or if we had signed him permanently in January, but he's at the club still. He was on the bench against Leicester, yeah. so I'm pretty sure he's still here. Okay, so I'm not. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure he's still with us as well, but I wasn't sure if that was <coughs> a loan and a loan extension or mm. if he did actually um, uh, sign a, a full contract with us. So. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm not um, sure. All I know is that he's so, with us at the minute. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good again, decent player, a good, decent um, attack-minded player, and uh, yeah. lots of experience. I know he played in the Premier League before. Yeah, and um, um, it's good that he's he's still with us. And again, it gives us options on the wings because uh, he had an, an excellent end towards last season. Yeah, I thought he. I know he didn't join us until January, but um, it took him a while to settle in mm. to games. Yeah, definitely. Um, but towards the end of last season, I thought he was uh, 
who played outstanding and mm -hmm. um, deserved to be in the, in the starting lineup. So again, he can be a very exciting player on his day. Yeah. So uh, I took the uh, players which we haven't signed. Are there any rumours in the rumour now about any players that we are looking at or, or, or you'd like to see us sign? Uh, well, I, th I thought I'd like to see us sign another striker. I know we are looking at the Huddersfield striker. I can't quite remember his name off the top of my head, but I think it's Carlin Grant or something along those lines. Um, Grant. Yes. Yeah. But uh, I read a rumour today that they were in, and I don't really understand this rumour, um, but the, the rumour was that it was going to be a, a spot deal involving Charlie Austin moving in the opposite way. So it was to secure uh, Carl Rent's uh, signature. Yeah. So I don't know what the truth is on those rumours. I suppose we'll find out in the next couple of days. But yeah, I'm I sure we will. Think, uh, I, do, I do agree with you. We need to sort out the, uh, the forward line, hopefully yeah. strengthen it. And, but this is what I mean. I don't understand the logic behind getting rid of Charlie Austin, who can come off the bench and can yeah. uh, turn yeah. the game by scoring. Uh, yeah. We need players like that still. Um, so I don't see what the common sense is in releasing Charlie Austin if we can get another striker in. Uh, yeah. That's it for rumours, actually. Yeah, um, well, if the rumours are... Yeah, I mean, if the rumours are true, I think it would make more sense for Huddersfield to take Zahor off of us because um, I think they would want someone a bit younger than Charlie Austin. Um, so I think that would make more sense for them. But it'd be interesting to see what comes from that because obviously Charlie Austin was our top goal, sco goal scorer or joint top goal scorer last year with most of his goals coming off the bench. So yeah, we we do need to keep him, I think. And he's got yeah. very good. He's played with QPR and Southampton in the Premier League, so he's one for the squad really. Yeah, yeah. certainly. Yeah. And uh, the other rumour that's been going around and is this um, young uh, midfielder from Chelsea, uh, Gallagher. Yes. Uh, I don't know if you've heard much about that. Um, I know that, well, I've seen some few things and I've heard that he's chosen, I think he is going to go out on loan to a club. I think he signed a new deal with Chelsea, keeping him as the parent club. I believe that he has chosen West Brom as yeah. his loanee club. It's yet to be announced, but I'm expecting that that will be announced in the following week or so. And then, obviously, I think another rumour that's flown about is sure. Filip Krivinovic as well coming back, but I'm not too sure if that one will happen or not. Yeah, so, I mean, that would be um, quite far back. Mm -hmm. um, I believe he's got um, a good friendship with Matis Piera. Yeah, and they link up well together, so it's exciting to get Ponovic back. And, mm -hmm. um, uh, and I do believe that you're right in that um, Gallagher has him to be his loan club uh, for the coming up season, and I think that's just uh, a matter of time now to get the uh, formality.
the percent of these wages decided by clubs. So that'll be interesting to see how that develops over the next few days. Yeah. As well. Yeah, definitely. So, I, uh, I haven't seen too much yeah. of the Gallagher. Yeah. I haven't seen too much of Gallagher play, but be I'm hoping if he's playing at Chelsea's academy, then surely he he must be a good player. So be good to have him on board. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it gives us options. Um, um, we need to we need to strengthen the squad. So. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. So, um, but let's move on to uh, season expectations, right, shall we? Yeah, definitely. Um, it's going to be a long season. That's what I'm expecting. Um, we've got 37 games left to go in the Premier League and however far we get in the Cups as well and that's providing that there isn't another full lockdown like there was last season so we could be facing a very long season ahead of us and I'm sure everyone is expecting us to go down but I'm I'm expecting us that we'll be able to pull an upset and stay up so Yes, um, of, of course, uh, the media have already written us off and um, with, with pretty much every football pundit out there um, suggesting we're going to be finishing either 20th or 19th, mm-hmm. um, which I think is slightly unfair considering um, we're only just at the very start of the season. Um, yeah. As always, they don't give us a chance. But it would be nice if we could steal a few points off um, one of the top, the top six during the course of the season. Yeah. Um, we've Definitely. done it before. Uh, we've upset quite a few of the big, what they call the big six. So um, we've certainly taken points off Chelsea and Liverpool and Man United, both at home and away. Yeah. Um, so there's no reason why we can't do that again. But mm. I do think uh, the most important games are going to be against the teams which are still going to be around us. Um, yeah. So out of out of the Premier League, what teams do you think we're going to be competing with for survival this season? So I, I'm, <coughs> I'm expecting we'll be battling it out with the teams we got promoted with. So that will be Leeds and Fulham. Fulham. I, I think Leeds are yeah. an exciting club at the minute, but I do think that that could have just been a good game for them against Liverpool. Sometimes it happens. Um, but I do think yeah. that come the end of the season, they'll be floating about in the bottom half t- of the table. Um, um, but I think Fulham will, will be coming with us. The fixtures. So. Yeah, well, we've got the likes of um, Brighton and Hove Albion. Yep. Burnley. Um, yeah. I don't know how Sheffield United are going to. They had an excellent season last season in the Premier League. Yeah, they, they did have a very good season. But everyone. Yeah, I mean, they were in our position this, this time that. last year. Everyone was going to write yeah. them off on the first weekend, but they they almost finished in Europe. So maybe we'll be able to do something this, similar. Definitely. And um, uh, personally, I, I fully expect West Ham to be down there uh, yep. amongst the relegation pile. That's yeah, just th- my personal opinion. I think a lot of um, West Ham is expecting that as well. I think there's um, 
a very good chance of of that itself. So I think we we really need to be on our game when we play those that, at least those six clubs. And I think yeah. we need to be looking at getting all three points from yeah. those and then grabbing whatever points we can from playing clubs. To be honest. Yeah, and, and, and obviously we want to be looking at taking 12 points from Villa and Wolves as well. Well, that goes without saying, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it, cool. it, it's going to be difficult. Um, I know I uh, watched the Wolves game the other day. And they did come out very, very strong. Mm-hmm. And then there's no two ways about it. They have got a very, very good squad. Yeah, at the moment, as much as it grieves me to say, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll need to be on our on our yeah. best form when, uh, of course, we still yet to fall at their first um, Premier League game due to their delayed start. Yeah, I mean, campaign, so who knows what could happen? Yeah, who knows what could happen against Wolves because it's it's not it's been about eight seasons I want to say since we've last played them. So who knows what could happen? That's right. Yeah, Whereas... that's right. So yeah, my expectation for the season. Um, we do really like to see us stay up. Mm-hmm. I'd really like for us to give it a good go, mm-hmm. even if we lose some matches. As long as we, I think we're playing. We're trying to play um, attacking football. Yeah. Um, and we, we, if we do go down, but we go down fighting, and we're not mm-hmm. an embarrassment, then I think most fans would, would settle for that. But so I'd like to say um, uh, 16 would be an excellent season for us. Like, and yeah. I think most of us would, would, would take that now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I think if we yeah. can if we can stay up this season and get the another season of the Premier League money, I think we'll be looking at a much nicer season for next season. And I think a lot of clubs will realise that we are here to stay. But who knows what can happen in the Premier League? We can be winning the entire month of October and then lose the rest. Who know? We never really know. It can happen to anyone. Definitely, definitely. So yeah. let's uh, let's move on to our next match. And um, obviously we've got Harrogate uh, tomorrow evening um, yep. in the EFL Cup. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what team he, uh, Slavon Bilic chooses for yeah. that match. I, I expect he'll give a, a few of the um, second team a, a bit of a run out to in that match. Yeah, um, I think it will be a lot of youth players. Yeah, I think it will be quite a few youth players in that side, as long as some of the older players who haven't got as many games. So I reckon we could be seeing the debuts of Kipra and maybe even Ivanovic um, and a few others. But I reckon that will be a game for the likes of uh, Edwards um, and your other young players like that. I reckon Raheem Harper will start as well. But who knows? Yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting to, to watch. Yeah. But I'd like to say, I, I can't see anything other than uh, an hour being in at home, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, I, um, I won't really mind if it, I won't really mind if we do lose because that means we can focus more on the Premier League. And I think that's what we do have to focus on at the minute. Um, but it would be a bit embarrassing going out to Harrogate. So I would rather win. Yeah, 
definitely, definitely. And then at two o'clock on Saturday afternoon, uh, we travelled to uh, Goodison Park yeah. to play Everton. Mm-hmm. Again, took took start for the Albion um, at the start of the campaign yeah. uh, against Leicester, and then Everton back to back. Um, Everton had an excellent win over Tottenham in mm-hmm. their first match, winning one 0 uh, again, a result which nobody predicted, uh, but um, they certainly were the better team against Tottenham. So, how do you think we're going to fare against Everton? I think this is probably going to be a lot tougher than we think it's going to be. They've they've had a very good transfer window, signing the likes of James Rodriguez from Real Madrid, um, Al, the Brazilian guy called Allen from Napoli. And Abdullah Decore from Watford, who was their probably their best player um, last season and the seasons before. So they've now got a really strong midfield trio out of nowhere. And they're also managed by the likes of Carlo Ancelotti, who was a top, top manager. So I think it could be a very difficult game. I think we could maybe cause an upset. I think the players definitely want to... I, I would definitely love a win um, <coughs> down at Merseyside. But I can't see it happening... Um, so I think the most likely result of this game will probably be another loss but I think we could manage a draw at least with a strong defence a good back line but yeah I'm just looking at the squad from their match against Tottenham the weekend and they had Jordan Pickford in goal and he played a blind revival the looks of it with a rating of 8.1. You mentioned Allen in midfield. They played a formation of uh, 4-2-3-1. And um, a debut there for Allen. And um, the new signing, Talbot, Lillian, um, getting their goal on the 89th minute with, uh, again, a uh, managed match performance as well in midfield. So, um, I think for us to get something out of this match, if they play a similar system, we'll probably need to look at changing our formation to something yeah. a bit more suitable to can- cancel out their um, midfield there because it does look uh, quite uh, strong compared to our lineup from mm-hmm. how much against Leicester at the weekend. Yeah, no, definitely. I think. I think if they're playing the same back line in Coleman, uh, Mina, Keane and Digne, then I don't think one up top will be a very good thing because I think just Mina and Keane, the two very big, strong centre-backs, I think Callum Robinson would probably struggle against that. He could definitely outpace them maybe. But I think, I I reckon, a formation along the lines of if we're staying at uh, five at the back, maybe a formation of 5-3-2, having three in the midfield and two up top instead of yeah. three in mid, no, four in midfield and then one up top. Um, yeah, but I, uh, I agree. I would like to see us run down a bit more support. Definitely. And that could be a lovely answer. But it's yeah. interesting to see what formation and team we just picked for mm. Everton on Saturday at two o'clock. Uh, so, prediction then, match prediction for Harrogate. What do you think? Oh, I I reckon Harrogate should be a nice little two nil goals of both both half to the Albion. If we're, if we're playing it, okay, I'm going for three nil. 
win three down. Yeah, I think we'll be a bit too strong for them. So I'm going for a three nil mm-hmm. for the Albion to march on to uh, the next round. And, yeah. and uh, Saturday's result against Everton. Uh, what's, your, what's your prediction for that match? And I, I'd like to see a few goals in this one at least. So I'm going to go for a minimum of one one. But hopefully 2-2 two, two for a nice exciting game. Yeah, yeah. Uh I th- I do think it's gonna be difficult as we've discussed. I don't think it's gonna be easy at all. So I too am going to go for a very hard fought one one draw <laughs> on this occasion. I'd really love to see us getting a, a win, of course, and getting the three points on the board. But yeah. I think it's a bit too early in the season to expect that. Um, I'd be delighted with a 1 1 draw. Um, looking at uh, Everton's team again, as long as we don't get um, embarrassed, yeah. um, I wouldn't um, be too disappointed if it, was, if it was ended 2 1 to Everton, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as uh, we can keep the scoreline to uh, a respectable amount. But, um, no, I think we can get something out of the game if we play the right formation and the right team. So I'm going one-one. Yeah, I think West Brom do tend to play better away from home than at the Hawthorns in recent times. So I think, but without fans, it doesn't really make too much of a difference anyway. But yeah, I think we could could be facing a tough time on Saturday. Definitely. Well, we'll be watching it, of course, and it'll be. Great to talk to you about Harrogate and yep. uh, the Everton match with you this time next week, Josh. Yeah, will okay. be fun. And if anyone's uh, listening to this podcast and you want to contribute, um, you can follow us on the website, which is wba.supportersclub.online, and you can email us your comments and thoughts uh, to talkalbion at wba.supportersclub.online. So get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Tell us what your uh, thoughts are on um, the matches and players and anything that you want to discuss about talkalbion and then email us. Yeah. Excellent. That'd be good. Yeah, we'd love to. We'd love to know some of your thoughts on what's to come this season, and in the next few matches as well. So do do get in contact with us. Excellent yeah. stuff. Well, it's been great talking to you, Josh. Okay, you too, you too Dad. All right then. Cool. Buddy, and uh, I look forward to doing this with you next time. Uh, cool. To talk about the, the next games and stuff. Let's yeah. hope we will be uh, celebrating yeah. along the way. Yeah, let's let's hope for we'll be celebrating a, a shock win on Saturday. <laughs> boing boing. Boing boing. We'll see you next time on hey, Talk Albion.